Calling to order the Peace River Town Council regular meeting for Monday, May the 25th, 2020. But the meeting show that uh, we started at uh, one minute after five. Uh, councilors should have an agenda in front of them. Are there any additions, Mr. Town? I'm assuming you're the acting CAO. Um, well, just filling in, so. Uh, there's no additions that I'm aware of, but I see the Deputy Mayor waving her hands. Okay, um, Deputy Mayor Manser. Um, this is the Rural Health Care Week, so um, I think there was an intention at some point to proclaim this as Rural Health Care Week for the Town of Peace River. So I'd like uh, that to add it to the agenda someplace. I believe that's already done. Is that is right, it? Autumn? think that yes. proclamation yeah. has been yes signed. it was uh you approved it earlier this week yeah. earlier last week okay then that's good so i'm going to assume there's no additions or deletions i will uh take a motion to adopt the agenda as presented mr good all in favor favor uh that takes us to the minutes of the May 11th, 2020 regular council meeting. Are there any corrections, additions, deletions, modifications, clarifications, etc., required there? Hearing none, I'm going to assume there's none. And Mr. Ford has, is the fastest straw in the West. And he has put forward the motion to adopt those minutes as as uh, presented. All in favor? Very good. Are there any public hearings, Mr. Town? There is not, Your Worship. Any presentations to be had? There are none this evening. But I see that there is a bylaw, debenture bylaw, uh, number 2074, debenture bylaws, Shaftesbury Sewer Main, part one. Uh, who is going to lead us through this? Is that'll be Mr. McQuaig? Is that right? No, it'll be Mr. Schramm this evening. Oh, Mr. Schramm. The limelight is on. Yeah, but the mic is not on. I'm technologically challenged also. Uh, tonight I'm presenting to council a bylaw 2074 for first reading only uh, for a debenture to uh, fund the uh, Shaftesbury sewer main project. Um, during the budget uh, deliberations, council reviewed the uh, 2020 capital budget and identified projects that would require uh, debentures or borrowing to assist in completing them. Uh, as of December 31st, 2018, which is the last set of financial statements approved by council, the debt limit of the town of Peace River was uh, $37,583,000 with about 57% or 21,600,000 used. Uh, in 2019, council approved borrowing of uh, about 4.5 million for capital projects in 2019. Uh, during 2019, 
there was $1.4 million in debenture uh, principal paid down and an estimated uh, principal payments for 2020 uh, is about 1.7 million. Uh, bylaw 2074, if approved, would authorize another borrowing uh, of $630,000, uh, bringing that total up to five, just a little over $5 million. This addition would increase the amount of the debt limit used to $23,685,000. Uh, we're projecting the uh, debt limit for 2020 to be $39,700,000, which would result if this bylaw is approved uh, 59.67% of the debt limit being used. Uh, administra administration's recommendation is that uh, council give first reading to bylaw 2074, uh, which is uh, bylaw authorizing uh, the issuance of a debenture in the amount of $630,000. Any questions for Mr. Schramm? I'll take that as a no. <laughs> Are you sure? Not not one question for Mr. Schramm. Ah, Mr. Ford. Is this debt limit that uh, fifty nine percent? Is that going to be manageable for the town? Uh, I I believe it will be. I've discussed this with uh, Director Town, and it falls within the. Um, uh, information that has previously been presented to council. Mr. Good. My mic off. Okay. One question I have is you have the, the principal payments for 2019, approximately 1.37 million and principal payments for 2020, about 1.65 million. What do you see the principal payment being roughly next year, all things remaining somewhat static? For 2020, one 2021 i would if everything stays static i think it would be approximately uh 1.7 million no just hang on let me think uh, yeah one point one million six hundred and ninety thousand roughly okay thank you okay any other Queries, or should we have a vote for first reading? Mr. Needham, did you have a question? Or? Uh, sure, why not? We can't let Mr. Schramm off the hook this easy, but see, uh, the engineer Jim is on the line. So, what's the risk of not doing this, Jim? Maybe it's more of a question for you than it is for Alan. What, 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 uh, what's the risk of not doing it? So, the, the current risk right now of not doing it is. Uh, you know, we're going through a lot of uh, effort in, uh, to design that line to reroute it off of the off of Shaftesbury Trail itself. And as you're aware, that Shaftesbury Trail, you know, is uh, kind of geotechnically unstable on that one side. And uh, if uh, that sewer fails uh, through that section, we, uh, highways will not let us replace it in the same location. So we're trying to do uh, some preventative maintenance work in making sure we get that line out of the way now before uh, we get to a point where we have to tell residents uh, in Shaftesbury and 
out in that area that uh, I'm sorry, you'll have to find alternate arrangements for your sewer. So we're uh, being cognizant of uh, what uh, we're looking at in terms of the stability of Long Shaftesbury Trail and resolving that. And just think of all the pictures that will show up on Facebook should that sewer fail. Well, I was wondering whether it was <laughs> be more than 200 or not. And I, I think I know the answer to my question. So, all right, thanks. Uh, thanks for that, Jim. So go, uh, go ahead, whoever wants to make a motion. Mr. Good, are you making a motion for first reading? Um, it would be helpful if you turn the mic on. I'll move first reading of the bylaw. All in favor? Is anyone up for second reading? Uh, only one today, is that correct? Because it's a barring bylaw. That's that's correct. Once if it uh, is passed tonight, I will advertise it and uh, bring it back to council when the advertising period is over. Okay. Okay. Very good. Uh, is there any unfinished business to deal with, Mr. Town? There is not, Your Worship. Um, uh, new business. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming that uh, when it says relaunch plan here, they, they're referring to uh, relaunch, <laughs> yes, Sputnik 1957, <laughs> COVID-91, ni ni uh, COVID <laughs> sorry, COVID-19. I guess that's my cue to relaunch <laughs> the relaunch. Yeah. Um, your worship in council, and members of administration, um, this briefing note is to provide council with some general, general information, more of a summary of what we anticipate for town facilities opening over the next unforeseeable period of time. We don't have timeframes laid out as per the provincial plan, uh, doesn't provide us with guidance yet on timelines. We are anticipating moving into stage two in the next month, um, but we're unknowing at this point when stage three might start. So what staff have done is created an overarching plan of the anticipated um, openings of different facilities within the province's three stage um, process. We've opened to date uh, the museum, town hall front counter is open, um, parks, playgrounds, playgrounds specifically have reopened on the 15th and a number of our other parks were already open, but there are still some restrictions on them, such as ball diamonds. There's no league play, no tournaments, no mass gatherings. Um, as we move into stage two, we're not looking at a significant amount of facilities other than the ones already noted opening. Uh, stage three is when you would see the Baytex, the pool uh, reopen um, in some capacity, whatever that might look like. Um, each facility, each work site is developing their site specific plans that will outline um, transparency to the public of how we're improving and increasing our sanitation, 
um, what we are expecting to deal with in terms of occupancy numbers, because a lot of the locations will have fewer occupancy. We don't know all the details to that. Um, as sector guidance is developed by the province, then we're able to address um, a more specific plan at each location. But each site is coming up with um, their draft plans. Baytex is already looking at options, uh, thinking about how people can come in one door, out another door, guiding them through the front lobby so it's not a gathering place like it used to be. Um, staff are already processing, but we'll finalize those uh, specific site plans as we move through the phases. If anyone has any questions? Well, I have a, I'll, I'll start it off. So the pool, are we, uh, are we doing uh, the annual maintenance right now in the pool? And yep. if we yes. do the annual maintenance now, will, be yes. a, will we be able to keep it open until next September? Provided that's correct. there's no other shutdown, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. We drained the pool approximately a week ago. Um, so staff are, that's exactly what they're doing right now is trying to get all of their annual maintenance done. We are running into some PPE problems with respirator cartridge replacement, um, but it's not insurmountable. They're just adjusting their work to what they have for PPE and then going back to a task once they um, receive that, that item of whatever they're missing. So that's exactly what they're doing right now in preparation to be able to reopen. The other thing, we have a lot of um, association guidance that staff have been a part of when it comes to each of their specific work areas. So the pool environment, it's Life Saving Society and the Red Cross. Um, for parks, uh, facilities, arenas, it's Recreation Facility Personnel of Alberta. Staff are participating in a lot of um, webinars and town hall meetings discussing various um, scenarios and options that we'd be looking at for reopening. And one of the issues that we've encountered, though we'll be addressing it, is all of the pool staff will have to recertify prior to us reopening, which we hadn't anticipated. So we're deciding how we do that recertification safely. Um, but that wouldn't be until prior to our reopening of that facility. So some interesting things are popping up as we develop these plans, but we're getting some good feedback from these associations and the provinces providing some guidance. Yes, nice fir tree in the background, by the way, Director. Uh, yes, it's my Norfolk pine. <laughs> Any other questions, Mr. Scamhorn? So the with the, the recertification is that because they haven't been doing the lifeguarding for some time and we haven't done a process. Sorry, Byron, we can't really hear. Yeah, it's a little hard to hear you, Councillor Scamhorn. I'll use my own mic. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there's, there might be some feedback. Ooh. Yes. Yes, there is. Anyway. Um, yeah, with the, the pool staff there, is it because they haven't been doing lifeguarding and so they're kind of things time out or whatever? 
Yeah, that's correct. So this is the uh, requirement from the Life Saving Society. Staff have literally not been doing, um, we have monthly in-services, in which is part of their training requirements on a monthly basis to maintain skills. And we haven't been able to do any of that um, hands-on work for the last couple of months. And we don't anticipate stage three for probably a couple more months at least. So that's what they're recommending is getting people physically back in the water and recertifying and um, get people's heads back in the game as it were prior to reopening. Yeah. Given that everyone, like every pool in the country, I guess is in yeah. the same boat. Oh, this is horrible. Um, would, would there not be some kind of uh, like grandfathering thing or is it just lives are too precious? No, they're asking for recertification, but okay. it's, it's not a major issue for us because I have uh, three staff that are trained in um, as instructors. So we can recertify within our own internal systems. So we've designed it that way so that we're not dependent on outside resources for our own internal training. So we have multiple staff that can help us get people recertified. It was just a, an interesting step that we hadn't anticipated, but nothing about the situation um, should really surprise us right now because it's all it's new waters, <laughs> as it were. Okay, thanks. Oh, um, Mayor, you're you're muted. Why the heck? Okay, thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Town. Uh, so, does that mean the uh, teachers of Alberta will have to recertify? I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I'll touch it. They've been at work all along. Yes, they have. Politicians in Alberta will have to recertify. Are, are, do they get monthly in-service meetings? Are you up for another question, Miss Bell? Absolutely. So just could you talk uh, broadly about some of the high-level provincial discussions you've been having? You mentioned webcams and whatnot. And, and I guess my preamble is, you know, we're not the state of New York. We're not the city of Montreal. We're not Ontario. We're not Quebec. We're not Calgary. We had 19 cases in Alberta last night or today was the number yeah. reported at 3.30. So I look at density of population geography. Um, has there been any discussions about, and we know what's happening in, in British Columbia. So is what have, what have your discussions been around? I guess what I'm driving at is, uh, is, is this gonna be phased in in Alberta? I mean, I guess we saw some of that in Southern Alberta with phase one, but um, yeah. I, can you just talk about some of those discussions? Yeah, generally speaking, um, we anticipate the province sticking to their staged plan. So stage two is uh, some opening of other facilities like uh, theaters is on the list and libraries. Um, but pools and Baytex, multiplex, large facilities, gymnasiums, are not necessarily opening till stage three. And it sounds as if they're fairly uh, sticking to that plan, except for there is a lot of advocacy for uh, fitness 
studios or fitness gymnasiums, whatever you want to categorize them, like the Champion Fitness or Fitness on the Go, whether or not uh, the province would reevaluate that particular sector and open it in stage two. Um, because there's a lot of self-cleaning that happens in a gymnasium. I think they're trying to um, take a look at how they can just improve sanitation to allow some of those businesses to open because a lot of them are private businesses like Champion Fitness and like Fitness on the Go. So it sounds as if we're still moving stage by stage. Um, we are hearing mid-June for stage two, but very nobody is saying anything about when stage three um, could be put in place. And that's the big question mark for us because that's the bulk of our final facilities is in stage three. But the AHS representatives at these professional association meetings, because there's always an AHS rep that are on a lot of the conversations, um, they're saying stage three. There there's, doesn't seem to be a lot of wiggle room, but I understand sort of where you're coming from with our numbers lower, I think, um, there's been a bit of an expectation to sort of move this along a little sooner than later, but we're not getting the impression that's necessarily going to be the case. But we'll, we'll it's, I think, might be still early days. I think the numbers might um, help dictate whether or not we move into stage three a little sooner. Yes. Okay. Any further questions? Uh, perhaps a motion to uh, a motion to accept uh, the relaunch plan uh, briefing note for information. Mr. Needham, all in favor? Okay. Uh, that takes us to uh, reports. Um, we have the Peace River Aboriginal Interagency Committee minutes of April twenty first, twenty twenty. Uh, on the agenda um, are uh, two interagency reps, uh, Ms. Downing and uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer. Uh, is there anything you want to highlight? Um, just a confirmation that the powwow is canceled for this year. Um, the Sisters in Spirit Walk is being scheduled for October 4th and to be determined as to how uh, what phase we're in in AHS and what possibilities there are there. And uh, the TRC subcommittee is moving along with three storyboards for the um, flag location. And they hope to have them uh, up by, I think, end of August, August kind of time period. Uh, that's flag location? And yeah, remember, um, there's some information panels going up. So there'll be an information panel on uh, Treaty 8, what that actually meant, um, Métis script, what, what is that, and an explanation. And then uh, another one uh, for Duncan Testowich as a uh, person who signed the actual Treaty 8 back in 1899. So there'll be uh, like the regular kind of information panels at a historic site. Were, they the, were these the panels that were supposed to go on the side of Athabasca Hall? Or? Nope. Oh, okay. This is with respect to um, TRC. Athabasca Hall, I think, Tanya, is more historic to the town 
in general sense? To the hall. It's um, the history of the hall in art panels. They're almost done and they'll be installed in the next. I'll give Jim a little longer, let's say in the July. <laughs> <laughs> why, are you why are you relying on engineering to put them up? They'll get them crooked. <laughs> public works, public works. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, so perhaps a motion to accept the reports, the report presented for information. I would uh, do that, Mr. Mayor. Okay, all in favor? The, uh, that takes us into the information section. There's two, uh, two letters, uh, informational letters there, one from Northern Sunrise County. Well, they're both from Northern Sunrise County. One is on the termination of the joint capital account and the other one on rural health care. Um, why don't you, uh, so the public will have a verbal record. Uh, uh, Mr. Town, perhaps you can just summarize those. Uh, yeah, so for the disposition of the Joint Capital Fund, as Council's aware, our uh, recently signed intermunicipal collaborative frameworks um, amended or adjusted the way that we do capital funding between ourselves and Northern Sunrise County. So the Joint Capital Fund that have been set up between our two parties has been um, essentially terminated with the new ICF agreement and the funds have been returned to both parties equally. Okay. That's the first one. I'm just going to the agenda here to pick up the second one. Um, and it's discussing uh, challenges for rural health care and uh, physician attraction in, in our region and just uh, um, concerns um, by the county and again for the region on on uh, just re-emphasizing the, the province to uh, consider or continue to support doctors in primary care networks as, as able. That one's directed to the Minister of Health? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, perhaps a motion to uh, accept the, uh, the letters under the information category for, uh, for information, I guess. Mr. Good, all in favor? Uh, any notices of motion, Mr. Town? There are not, Your Worship. Um, well, we, and we don't see any comments from the public here. Uh, perhaps I'll ask uh, uh, Ms. McQuig if she's received any emails from the public that... I have received no communication from the public, Your Worship. Okay. Um, what is the key communication item coming out of this particular uh, town hall meeting, uh, Ms. Ms. Young? Um, we actually kind of already covered the most substantial one, which was the relaunch last week with our announcements around uh, town hall and the week before. Yeah. So uh, we'll be doing some stuff around rural healthcare uh, week this week. So there's that. Okay, um, we will, uh, there's no uh, in-camera session, I understand. So I will take a motion to adjourn this meeting. 
Excuse me, Your Worship. I'm wondering about the proclamation we discussed earlier. Yeah, it's it's been signed already. Okay, so we didn't we didn't put it in the agenda at all. No. Okay, thank you. I'll move to adjourn then. Yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll take that motion uh, 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 put and put it on the uh, on the table. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the uh, mayor's prerogative to issue proclamations. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I I knew that it had been discussed prior to the meeting starting yeah, I, earlier. So. I, I thought it was a, a, a certainly wouldn't be any objections to that. So. <laughs> Thank you, Your Worship. Oh, uh, Ms. McQuaig. Um, <clears throat> for those that are uh, attending the council workshop tonight, please check the chat window, you should all have instructions on how to access that meeting. Okay, very good. And what time is what the workshop starting, right? Right now or in half an hour? Um, probably, uh, well, what's the time now? It's uh, 6.30, probably uh, quarter to seven. It's currently 5.30, sir. Okay, about quarter to six then. Give me time to eat supper or uh, are you looking to drink a beer on your patio first? I, I, I social distancing on the on my patio and 15 minutes would do it for me. Okay, very good. And we have a motion from Councillor Downing to adjourn the meeting, all in favor? And the meeting is hereby adjourned, thank you.